the Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives. All right, welcome back to Missional Life Podcast. Today we have John Humphrey on the show. John is the vice president of I Am Second, a storytelling organization presenting compelling short films and written content that integrates a message of hope and faith along with the countercultural message of putting Jesus first and yourself second. John? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate the offer to be here and looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump right into it. What does it mean to live second? To the believer, that means to live a life of obedience to what Jesus calls us to do. And for I am second, that's what we are focused in on is placing him first in our lives and following his lead and all that we do. And for the organization as a whole, we tell stories that lift up Jesus. And in doing so, we also provide some clear pathways for people to follow and to live second. That is putting Jesus first in their life. And, and that's the pretty simple formula that we've operated off of uh, now for 15 years. It seems interesting to say it's so countercultural, right? But for most <laughs> of us, like as you read the Bible, you understand that, you know, he must increase and we must decrease, right? We kind of get that message, but that American culture says, me, 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 I'm putting my first, my dreams and all those things. So very countercultural message that is shared there. How did this kind of really begin to, to start? Who, who had the idea and how did it begin to kind of grow into what it is now? Well, it really started as a collaborative effort. Uh, we had an individual here in Dallas that, that partnered with our parent organization, E3 Partners Ministry for many, many years on international missions opportunities. And we were meeting with him one day. I was not involved at that point in time, but our, our, our leadership was meeting with him and discussing what was going on in his life. And he said, hey, you know, I've been involved in international missions for a lot of years, but I'm getting the urge that, that spirit is, is leading me to do something in missions here in my own backyard in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And we said, well, that's, that's pretty interesting. Tell us a little bit more. And he relayed that he, he felt it was probably something to do with the media. And that's how he would, he felt it needed to be communicated and it needed to be something that was constant. It wasn't just a, a one-time activity. And he started to share this with us and our team that was meeting with him said, you know, we'd love to help you with this. Would you mind if we took a, a crack at some ideas and bring them back to you? And so. Our team did that and a week later came back with ideas that were born out of the, the sense that in this world, people are always striving to be number one. Even in sport, uh, the sports world, you know, we're number one or you're the man or, you know, you're, you're the best, the goat, the greatest of all time. And so the thought process, what if there was an athlete that stood up and when people said that to him and instead said, no, I'm not number one, I'm actually number two, or I'm number 500. There's one that's greater than I am. And that was kind of the genesis and the, the thinking behind it. And we, they started to run with the phrase, I am second, and what that would mean and how it could be communicated and, re and reaching out to people through the media. And so very soon thereafter, we collaborated together with, 
with him and a number of other individuals in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and came up with an overall campaign that churches could be involved with and really provided a big launch of that to the using all sorts of media to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And very quickly, it caught on, not just in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but it was shared outside of the region, shared nationally, shared internationally. And, you know, we woke up a year later finding ourselves with a, a ministry that was reaching people all around the world through storytelling of true life encounters with Jesus. And it's been a ride. It, it, it has taken us literally all around the world. And we've been able to go ahead and lift up Jesus through media, through storytelling now for 15 years. Wow. Amazing. Story is so powerful, isn't it? You know, we, we see that throughout the scripture, right? And Jesus shared so much through story. And it just has the power to get past our intellect, right? Story gets to the heart quickly, doesn't it? It gets to the spirit. It gets to the emotion. And it get, pa it get past right here and right down here into our heart and into our spirit. And I think that's why Jesus used it as a template for his ministry and then as a template for us to follow. And it sounds like you guys are, have really integrated that into the ministry for I Am Second. Yeah, what we realized, and we did a lot of experimenting as we were starting the process of the different types of or different ways that a story could be told. And we settled on the first person narrative, basically testimony. Go figure, testimonies and testimonials have worked for years. And that's what we were called to do as believers is to share uh, with others what God has done is our, what Jesus has done in our lives. And, and, and we're called, we're called to do that. So we, we really honed in on the testimony, but when you look at how people share their stories over the years, think of a church and somebody is called to go ahead and stand up and give their testimony. A lot of times it's difficult for people. They tend to wander. They tend to start talking about little, small, small, minute details and, uh, instead of focusing on the big picture. And so what we're able to do through the storytelling we do is help people. As they come and they, they're able to sit in front of us here, we're able to ask them probing questions, allow them to tell their story the way they want to, but we work on the and help edit it for them. And what comes out of there through the work of the Holy Spirit, through us, our editors, and the person giving and, and giving their testimony, we're able to come up with a coherent and impactful storyline that people will watch and come away feeling like they've been ministered to instead of having to wade through tw a 20-minute meandering type of a, t uh, of a story. And... That's where I think our, our sweet spot is in ministry is coming alongside of people, assisting them in helping them learn how to tell their story and communicating that to the masses this way. But then we also offer other tools for the everyday person, ourselves, as we're going through life. How can I communicate my story in the different opportunities that I have? You know, we don't even get a eight minute edited version of our story that we can share with people. But how can I do it if I have 30 minutes on an elevator with someone? How do I do that when I'm able to sit down and, and have a five minute conversation with somebody? 
you know, how do I, how am I able to share what Jesus has done in my life with them and have them understand what I'm trying to communicate? And so we have tools and training that allow us to do that and, and allow people to learn how to do that. And in addition to that, we take it one step further and say, okay, once you get comfortable in sharing your story, can you use that to share the gospel with other people? And again, we've got tools and training designed to help make that uh, comfortable for people to do. And that's, that's the difficult process is getting over that uncomfortable feeling of, I don't know how to do it and I don't have the confidence to do it. And yet we're able to go ahead and lead people through that whole process. I know you work with some really amazing people. Tell us some of the, the people that kind of stand out to you and some of the stories. And, you know, for a moment, John, can you take off the kind of the vice president hat and just put it, you know, just personally, like what are some of the stories that have kind of spoken to you on a personal level and maybe, you know, some of the things that you've walked through in your life? Gosh, where do I start? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been amazing. Uh, it's been a privilege, first of all, to go ahead and to be there when people are telling their stories been surprising. There have been a number of times where I've come in expecting a certain type of story and God showed up differently and it really impacted me. You know, there are some that are, that are kind of favorites for me. There's one with a, an individual, Jim Monroe, and it really caught my attention because Jim was a skeptic and a magician and had this life going on that he was in control and yet he then had basically leukemia, you know, it was cancer essentially. And the only remedy for him overcoming that was to have a transfusion, to have new blood given to him to work in, in his cells and grow back. And so his story as he tells it really uh, parallels to what Jesus has done for us in giving us that new life, what he had, you know, he had, Jim basically had to die as he was going through and all his blood was being swapped out with the bone marrow that was coming into his life. And, and it just it is told beautifully. And that really impacted me at that moment in time. Another one similarly was the Scott Hamilton story, figure skater Scott Hamilton. And I expected that that film was going to be about his skating and his triumphs and his ups and downs and, and his spiritual journey through that. And it really turned out to be about his health and about how he had to persevere in battling multiple, multiple health issues along his life and what God showed him as he was going through that journey and how it changed him and it changed his, that it changed his focus and his reliance upon, uh, upon God and how he's living that out now. And I watch that and I see, gosh, God, God can really come in the midst of a terrible situation and yet use that to change lives and, and for good. There, there are so many others. When I watch people from their addiction stories and when, when you see them get to the bottom, they're just bottoming out. And then they look and they see a, somebody else's example. It could be an I'm second film, or it could be an encounter that they have with someone. 
and they look and they see someone living differently and not being in their situation. And they say, gosh, that person's been able to overcome what I'm going through now. Maybe I can do it. And I see that time and time again, that they'll look for an alternative to what they're going through. And they see how God has, has impacted other people's lives. And that's, that's just really key for what we do is to, to see the impact that these stories have on other people. So good. Something we share a lot around here is that we believe faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word. And we know from scripture that Jesus is the word of God, right? And so when we hear stories of how the word of God, how Jesus is, you know, taking action, how he's changing people's lives, it gives us the faith to believe for something like that in our own life. And so that's, you know, one of the whole reasons that we do the podcast ourselves is to, to get the stories and to put that out there for somebody to say, man, I, wow, look what God did in their life. You know, he can, if they can do it, or if God can do it in their life, he can do it in my life as well. And it's, it's just such a, an amazing that's story right. of redemption. Yeah. And I just love the imagery that you shared about how, you know, just the idea of, of that blood being tran kind of transfused and kind of going into that person. And you just kind of think about the blood of Christ giving us new life and going and kind of taking our, our old life and our old things and kind of keep just purifying us and giving us something, giving a new life. Wow. That's just, wow, incredible. So you guys have not, you're not just in the Dallas and you're not just in the United States. You're kind of in a lot of different countries or you're in all other countries as well. Tell us a little bit about that, John. Well, uh, there's, there's two sides to that. There's mm -hmm. the I'm second initiative, which is what I've been involved with and helped shepherd for the 15 years. And so our films are, available everywhere through the sure. internet. But in addition to that, we have in certain countries, we have people that are out there as representatives of I am second, and they're calling attention to the films and they're using the films in from a ministry standpoint to start conversations. And so we've collaborated with a number of different individuals and people that represent us with events that call attention to I am second South Africa, for example, I was just there a year ago and we, we went through and we were on radio and talking about I am second and about the stories that have impacted people there. And so there's that, there's that type of activity, but probably the bigger penetration that we have is through our parent organization, E3 partners ministry. And we were in 90 different countries with people on the ground that are working day to day teaching and training people is how to understand their story and then being able to learn how to share the gospel to others that are right around them. And so, you know, that's a, ultimately E3 Partners is a church planting ministry. And so that's what we hope that all of our efforts eventually lead to. Now, I Am Seconds able to speak to all sorts of people from the seeker to the seasoned believer. And we offer tools for people to take next steps in their life, to further develop their faith, to gain the confidence to go ahead and to live out their faith in a way that is obedient to what Jesus calls us to do. But then we offer through our affiliates at, at E3, we're able to take people on missional experiences through short-term mission trips internationally, if they have a desire to 
to be even more intentional. We, we train people to go out in the harvest on a regular basis here, wherever they are, whether it's in the U.S. or internationally, and share the gospel with people. And then if they are really intentional and they want it, and they sense a calling from the Lord to do this as a, on a full-time basis, we offer long-term mission opportunities through E3 Partners here in the U.S. and abroad. And so it's a soup to nuts type of opportunity for people in their spiritual journey to continue to grow and have a next step that they can, they can experience in their lives. As you kind of hear stories from different, you know, places, you mentioned South Africa and, and some other places, is there any, are there any common themes that kind of keep occurring as you kind of hear stories from around the world? It's very similar. I mean, if you, if you look at, you know, what we have typically had is, you know, our stories are one of several different storylines. You know, one of them is I was this way in my life and things weren't happening well for me. They were, you know, I was, I was not living right. I was, I was dissatisfied. <clears throat> I had issues. Then I met Jesus in any number of different ways. And since that time, as I have walked with him, this is what has occurred in my life. So that's, that's one of the main storylines that we will see, you know, across the, the world. It may be uh, the, the issues they may be facing, the dissatisfaction that might be facing might be localized, but we all share that. That's a commonality that life is dissatisfied for people that are not walking with the Lord and conviction comes into your life in many different forms. Jesus is introduced to, pe to people in many different forms. It could be personally from an, another person. It could be watching a film. It could be uh, drawn to the Bible. It could be hearing a sermon. It could be any of a number of different ways, but Jesus comes in at that moment and there is life change that comes after that. And that's, that's the main story we'll tell. Now, there are other types of stories that come up and that could be, I was, I'm, I am a believer. I, I, I knew Jesus, I've known Jesus, but there's a moment in my life that suddenly it became really real to me. And then we explore what that moment is and what was going on at that moment that made such a significant impact, even though they were a believer, but it moved them in an even different direction or a more accelerated direction in their faith. And so we have that. And then we also have stories that, that, that we tell, yeah, I was walking with the Lord and this is what was going on in our life, but then I there was an opportunity that the Lord presented for me. And by walking through that opportunity, this is what I observed or I saw. So there's, there's three different types of stories that we will, you know, traditionally tell from an I'm second standpoint. Well, I love that. It's just, it's just such a reminder that the kingdom supersedes national boundaries. Right. And mm -hmm. God's doing things, you know, and, and essentially it's, just, it's, very similar, you know, I was this way and now I'm this way. You know, you see that in the scripture. I, I, I was lame. I couldn't, 
I couldn't walk and now I can walk. I could fly and I can, now I can see. And, and it's the same thing. I was, I was dissatisfied. I was lost. I was living for myself. I was, you know, whatever that is. And Jesus entered mm-hmm. my life and everything changed. And it doesn't make mm-hmm. everything easy, right? It doesn't mean that we don't have any problems from that point on. But when Jesus enters, you know, there's such a different fulfillment and there's such a different satisfaction that we have when Jesus is first and we are second. Wow. Right. So you right. guys don't just do videos. You also have some books. Tell us a little bit about how those kind of go hand in hand with some of the, with, with the media that you have on video. Sure. So in terms of what we have, our website, IamSecond.com is our main hub. And so on the hub, you're, you're going to have access to, you know, 190 different videos that short films mostly that produced over the years, a couple of longer ones that are included in there, but, and there's actually a couple that aren't on the website, but are available in other places. And so the hub, the, the website is our hub. Also on the website is some written content, the blogs that we have written over the years on a variety of different subjects relevant to our culture, or maybe it's digging into a certain aspect of living the Christian life. And especially if you sign up for, to be a, you know, part of the website, then you get access to even deeper written material that is really for those that are pursuing a life that is walking deeply with the Lord. And so there's lots of written material that's available on the website. Then of course, in our social media, you know, we're on most all the major platforms and we're daily communicating through social posts and some shortened blogs and, and commentary that's available there. Now the books themselves, there's really two, three different types of books. Uh, one book, uh, the very first one we, we did was I am second is the title of it. And it was just, uh, some of the stories that were, that we were featuring on the website. That was the original book that back in 2009, 2010, that we released. The next book was one called live second. And that was a devotional book, a 365 day devotional book. And it's still out there, although it may have just recently gone out of print, but it is very, very well used. And it, I would encourage people to go ahead and read that. The last two that we have done have been, one was called I Choose Peace. And the other one was I Found Love. And it's basically a book on those two topics but it brings in the, some of the stories that we've featured over the years that had to do with love or had to do with peace. And we then there's commentary throughout by our author, Doug Bender, who's on our staff and has written, you know, all four of the books that we have. But they're complementary pieces to, you know, the stories. It rehashes some of the stories, but it goes a little bit deeper. And, and in some instances, what has happened since they recorded their I Am Second film with us. Hmm. So with your website and being able to access the videos and you know just all the information that we can get from having a website, you know, I think about Google and you can see, you know, oftentimes at the end of the year, the, what were the most Googled things, you know, this year in, in 2023 or whatever that is. What are some of the, what are some of the videos that are most watched? And, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, by, by the data that you're seeing, what are, what are Americans and maybe, you know, people around the world, what are they, what's holding them back? What are, what, what stories are pulling people's attention to, sure. yeah. What are, what are people going, what's going on in the world? What are people struggling with? Right. 
Well, let's start first, though, with, you know, the popular names, because people who are seeing people on TV and in sports and things like that, they'll they'll always be gravitating towards the things that they've heard of. And so the Mike and Carrie, Mike, Mike, Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood film, uh, Dysfunction to Dynasty, which is our series with the Robertson family, Chip and Joanna Gaines, the Kathy Lee Giffords, the people like that that already have a high profile people people go to that. Same thing with the athletes that they might see on there. But the beyond that, in terms of the topics, you know, I, I think it used to be marriage, relationships, addiction, and things like that. It's it, it but since COVID, it's been anxiety, depression, relationships, and purpose. I think, I think there's been a bit of a shift. Yeah, the, you know, the, the addiction is still there too, but very much more with the anxiety and depression, trauma, that when trauma has come in, that's, that's been the things that we've seen, you know, from the earlier days, which was, you know, people were wanting to know, okay, Lord, give me guidance. <laughs> you know, what is my purpose? Uh, how am I going to navigate life? It's very much more uh, serious topics is what we've, we've, we've found. Wow. I am not surprised actually since COVID, you know, we hear a lot of diff those different, th those statements since COVID, mm. you know, mm. and uh, you know, depression is uh, a major issue. You know, it's something that is become it always was but it's definitely in the last several years grown and we've had some other guests on the show that have kind of confirmed that as well so wow that's that's incredible you know tell us a little bit about you know as we kind of like let's, let's pivot to kind of practically living what why do you think it's so hard to 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 live as yourself second and what what are some of the practical steps that a listener could do to live intentionally second in their life Well, I, you know, first of all, we come from, you know, from when we were born, it's all about me, me, myself. Uh, so it's inherent in us that that's our orientation. And the starting point there is to realize that that's not really the case. And that what, what God through his son has provided for us is a pathway for us to follow. It's what he's, he's created us for. It's what he's called us to do. He wants us to do it, to make an impact on those that are around us and to show people the way and point to him, point to Jesus as the answer. And so, you know, it's a recognition, first of all, of what my purpose is. What is the calling? We are called to be ambassadors. That is, that is what our purpose is to be an ambassador for, for Jesus. And He's given us steps to go ahead and to take in that walk. And that's, you know, that starts with acknowledging him and accepting him and know that that's what our purpose is. But once we do that, our next steps is to know him, to know what he has said, what his commands are for us to go ahead to do, to go ahead and what it takes, learn what it takes to go ahead and to share what Jesus has done in your life to share what he's done for others and to look for opportunities from a practical standpoint to do that. You know, for some people, 
it's a fast track. You know, that comes naturally for them. They're ready. They, they go from being a new believer to they're, they're in the mission field day one, you know, with their family, with their friends and others. With, with others, it's a longer, a longer journey to, to, to move along what, what he has in store for us. Some have to, you know, develop that a piece about what they're doing. They, they need to practice. They need to, to go ahead and to intentionally embrace, you know, what God has put in front of us. It's just more difficult for some people for whatever reasons. But it doesn't mean it can't be done, and he wants us to do it, and we then shape that into our own way. We have, for example, we have a, a group that's called Team Second that just kind of developed out of the blue when college sports started to change. And it was possible for there to be affiliations with groups, sponsors, all that sort of stuff. And we had people coming to us saying, hey, I'd like to represent I Am Second on my campus. And so we, we formed a group and we're now, you know, we have representatives on campuses all across the country of student athletes that are representing I Am Second, but they're really representing Jesus. And they're looking for different ways. Now, each one of them is different. Some of them have outgoing personalities. Some of them are introverts. Some of them are top prospects for professional ranks and others, you know, are barely on the team, but they all have a commitment to wanting to reach out to people in their various ways to influence them, others for Jesus. Some of them just from their performance on the field and then wearing an I am second wristband, that's, that's enough. Others, you know, have learned how to share the gospel and are comfortable in sharing the gospel and will speak at different groups all across the campus. And so each one of us has been gifted with different talents and skills that God wants us to use for him. And it's in taking the steps to find out what, what, the, what those opportunities are, attempting them and seeing how God directs us that we find our sweet spot as to what he's gifted us best for. You know, somebody hears... So those are just a few practice steps. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are just a few practical steps that, that, that we have, that we can take. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. You know, not to kind of major on the minors, but I'm, as, I'm, as somebody hears, I am second, is it wrong to try to, to want to be, to be first in the space that you're in? I think God wants us to, to do everything that we can with excellence. Mm. And whatever that may be, we should be striving to represent him with excellence. You know, if you're an artist, you can go ahead and share the gospel through your artist, artistry with your skills. Or the beautiful aspect of your art can impact somebody and want them to seek something that's deeper in their life. So I, I think everything that we do would be, should be done with excellence or attempted to do with excellence. And that's what we strive to do at I Am Second. From the beginning, we've not felt that we were producing something for a friendly church. 
we were producing something that had to sit alongside any other viewing opportunity that people might have in this world. And so whether it be a, com a, a commercial for a product or it was a, a feature film, you know, everybody has viewing choices that they can go to. We wanted people to, to view I am second films with that same lens and say, yes, it's, I get it. It's good storytelling and this is impactful. And so from day one, that has been what we've striven to, to deliver. But, but yeah, I think excellence is important. And God wants to use that excellence for that in, to make an impact for him. Well said. You know, as we kind of bring it to a, at a close, what would you say to the listener who is, you know, who's on the fence right now, who is, who wants to put Jesus first, but it's, you know, they're going through a certain situation. They're struggling with anxiety. They're struggling, struggling with depression. They don't know their purpose. What would you, what would you encourage based off of some of the different stories that you've heard and kind of different things that you kind of come in contact with on I am second, how would you encourage the listener that's, that's struggling today? Well, I would go back to one of the first films that we ever produced, and that was the film with Brian Welch of the band Corn. And in his testimony, he talks about what he was struggling with, and that was his addictions and his drugs and all the different things going on in his life. And, you know, he talks about the very first scripture that he heard was come to me, all who are weary and I will give you rest. And that that's the statement, you know, that's the offer that's made come to me, just come to me and I will give you that rest, that peace. I, only Jesus can do that. And, uh, and so that's, that's the encouragement that I would give if you're struggling, you don't have to struggle. Uh, yes, there is a, 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 there are physical limitations and there are things that you're going through and didn't say it was going to be easy, but the struggling you can give over to Jesus and he can go ahead and walk you through the steps to that might make it a little easier for you in your life and the direction to walk away from certain things that maybe that are keeping you in your struggle. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, of, well, put it this way is that unless you take that step of giving it over to Jesus, then you will continue to struggle and struggle and struggle and eventually miss out on the opportunities that God has for you in your life. And that's, and that's the, that's the sad thing. So many people will miss out on what God wants to give them, wants to, to, to go ahead and to do in their lives. But you have to take that step of giving it up. It's the hardest thing and the easiest thing to do. Wow. I love that. It's the hardest thing and it's the easiest thing. Well said. So for the listeners, that's like, yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready to jump in or I want to find out more information and, you know, or even kind of learn more about team second. What's the best way to connect with I am second. Sure. Well, first go to I am second.com. And not only can you sample everything that we have available on the website, you can even see the free, the free tool 
examples that we have there of helping you to learn how to share your story and also how to share the gospel. So there's, there's tools, stories, and then there's also a way to connect through the site to us. I mentioned the wristband, the I am second wristband, you know, he'll be watching a football game, an NFL game, and you'll look over and there's, there's a quarterback wearing an I am second wristband and that's a, they wear it as a reminder of putting people, putting Jesus first in their life and just a remi- an encouragement that they get on a daily basis. And so it, it's not just athletes, it's school kids that are wearing it. It's, it's all around. And so we actually have an I am second store, I am second store.com where these and other things are available to utilize and use to start conversations. And so there's that aspect of it, but connect through the different websites to us. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on even on TikTok, and you can communicate back to us that way. But reach out to us and ask any questions you have, and we'll point you in the right direction. So good. I love how you kept on coming back to story and how, you know, everybody's story is important. You know, everybody has, every number has a story and every story has a name, you know, we hear those things. And, and so many times we think, oh, you know, only these really important people or, you know, well-known people have amazing stories. And the fact is that God is working in and through all of us. And so, you know, if you're listening today, God is, you know, he's for you, he's not against you, and he wants to to use you and to to be a light to this world. We are cities on a hill. We are you know, the salt of the earth. And, and you know, he, he uses each one of, he will use each one of us if we will put him first and live second ourselves. So wonderful. John, thank you so much for being on the show today. What an honor. And we, we speak blessing over all that I am second is doing. 